podcast somehow it has to be for youtube or something wouldn't it yeah we'd have to we'll figure that out we'll, we'll try and get it that would be very much of the shway 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 really cool yeah i used to i say royal as well that's so royal <laughs> what was i watching the other day tv i'd imagine fresh meat and he bites into an apple and it goes oh that's tart <laughs> <laughs> well technically it could be <laughs> Um, right, you ready? <laughs> you little tot. Hello, and welcome to another episode of As Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. Yeah, so we just finished watching uh, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Cobra. What did you think? I enjoyed it. It was alright. Um, how many times have you seen it before? Uh, well, since that DVD's mine, I've seen it more than a few. Okay. Uh, I've That's the second time I've seen it. Okay. Um, I remember what did you think it? of it? So I remember seeing it in a cinema. Um... But I watched it so late. I think it was like 11 o'clock showings. I don't really remember. Yeah, those showings, uh, you'd have to be awake and like really ready to watch something. Or for some reason, you're probably one of the drunks who hasn't really figured a way to go home or something yet. Just sat in the cinema for a while. <laughs> Which one do you think I was? Okay, there are three types. <laughs> one wanted to watch it and didn't remember it. There you go. You're the third. Yeah, thank you. Just the one random person there. <laughs> well, I've been to late showings and there's always... I'd watch your own business. No. <laughs> Stop bringing my personal life into this because I'll bring yours into it, and you've got more. You've got more of a personal life than I has. <laughs> I has. I had. Oh, what is wrong with me? I have. You have. Your English is proper. <laughs> <laughs> I speak good English. You do. Oh, see that kind of. You know me for enough things where people say things like, "I ain't got none." Yeah. It makes my skin cool because it's a double negative, and it means you've got some. Can I have a cigarette? I ain't got none. Well, can I have one? I love how the first thing you put in there. Can I have a cigarette? That's people down at the club. I'm so used yeah, to hearing them ask yeah. for that. I don't smoke. That's a proper Essex thing, isn't it? I have a cigarette. <laughs> no, they say fag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fag. But... Well, that's rather personal, don't you think? <laughs> anyway, so go on. Um, so I'm the third person that you two will think of um, that wanted to go to the film and watch it. Yeah, and I was just because I've been to late shows before, and it's, for the last three late shows I've been to, the same guy has been in there. He's wearing thick glasses, in it. I don't, I don't think he ever blinks. It's like the screen, just staring and thinking. It's a lizard. <laughs> don't. <laughs> There's all that thing about people, the rulers of the world being lizard people. Yeah, reptilians. Yes. I prefer, uh, I prefer the Roswell Greys. They look cool. Um, Big guys, you can poke them. Before we, before we go into a complete tangent. Of yeah. Um, this is this podcast is about a movie we watched, and the movie's name is... Uh, G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra. Yes, which we have said before, but we're, I'm pulling us back on track. <laughs> For once. <laughs> yeah, normally it's, normally it's me normally, taking us yeah, off track. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm about to say that the first time I see it, I... Don't I don't really remember it. Um, but it was for what I see, like from what I see the first time, I was like, oh, "That's not bad." I would like to see a sequel. Obviously, I've seen the sequel. This uh, is better than the sequel, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I won't watch the sequel. Well, we've watched this now, and you know our rule: we do one, we have to do the other. So we have to watch the sequel. Okay, we'll tell you what: we'll do it after all. If you have the, video, the DVD we've ever wanted to watch, <laughs> yeah. give it three or four years, and yeah. people have forgotten we'll all about do it. Sharknado next. <laughs> oh, don't! Those are those are truly atrocious. All right, I've got a question. Okay, GI Joe Two, Valerian. I've, I haven't seen GI Joe Two, so I can't technically comment. So Valerian. Ah, <laughs> uh, the ones I've seen of those two, yes, Valerian is the. Uh, Steaming pile of horse poopy that yeah, we have. It's not great. 
Um, all right. So, where, where do you want to go with it? Obviously, I know we started at the beginning. What do you think of the story? I could see, I could oh, in the modern age, I can see something like this happening. Yeah. The story is well. The story is well set out. It is, yeah. It, it moves at a decent pace. I mean, it doesn't stop and start too much. No, so I feel like there's enough. There's enough time on action, but then when you have to have like the story, story driven, yeah, the, the stories are there, um, and it kind then it, when it goes back to the action, it it kind of covers both. It does it quite well. The, yeah. the crossover between the story and the action is almost quite seamless. It's balanced. Yeah. yeah. Really balanced. Because um, they could be having a story element and suddenly a fight breaks out and it seems to work quite well. Yeah, because like, for example, films like Fast and Furious, you'll have the story 90% of the way through and then kind of, or only like action film, you'll have the story 90% of the way through, a little bit of action. Yeah. Then you have the big scene at the end. Yeah. But with this one, you kind of had three scenes, action scenes. Yeah, you've got, the main, you've got the main one near the beginning, which is them t- uh, the baddies taking out the, yeah. the army. The second one is when they're in France. Yeah. And then the third one's at the end. So you've got like beginning, middle, end of... But even between those three, there's still little fight scenes. Yeah. Was, and it, the story seems to weave its way between all of them. So it worked. I think the story is what's holding it all together. Yep. Because in my head, I'm seeing like multiple like bricks and the story is like the, the thread that's holding it all together. I know exactly what you yeah. mean, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Um, so I did like that. I like the the flashbacks. Yeah, well, it's easy way of setting up the story, isn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, and the good thing is they've done it for each person. Yeah, Snake Eyes, uh, Storm Shadow, Duke. Um, I wouldn't say Ripcord had one. No. But he was involved in Duke's one. Yeah. Uh, the Baroness. Yes. She had a bit of a backstory, yep. but not much. That was just to make her more likeable near the end. Yeah, yeah. Frankly, I would have killed her. I'm not, I'm not, it's not fun. I know it's not right, not right or probably not fair or anything, but, you know, her saying, oh, you can't save me, I've done too much. And he goes, oh, it's all about the, the nanites did it to you. Yeah. No, she may, they may have made her more pliable, but she chose to do this stuff. Yeah, I see what you mean. Although saying that if she was under that control, it's like, for example... A Hawkeye in um, Avengers when Loki's mind control. That's not Hawkeye doing that. It's it's a mind. So you have to what grant allowances for this sort of not thing. Not grant. They're under more surveillance. So I would. It it would be a lot more trust. I guess, but yeah, it, it would take a long time for her to be. Yes. Uh, even after all the notes are cleared out, I'd recommend her not put in, be put in a position where she's in authority over anything. Mm-hmm. Just put her to working like you know one of those like. The army base is like on a midwestern town or something, somewhere where there's really nothing much happens, and they can keep an eye on a controller. Yeah, yeah, but to I agree. Put her in like a military situation. The moment her nanites are cleansed, no, mm-hmm. no, it's yeah, exactly, too dangerous. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the way each character is portrayed? Because normally you get so you you always get the main guy of which is Duke. Yeah, right. His sidekick being ripcord. Ripcord. Um, and then you kind of like you got a plethora of everyone else everywhere, but I feel like there wasn't. Normally, you have a main character, secondary characters, and everyone else falls behind. Yeah. In this one, no, they was, weren't that. They were just main characters. We had you, Duke was still the main main character. Yeah. But you had uh, Ripcord his second, and around Ripcord, I think on the same level were the Joes. Well, yeah. Were the main team of the Joes. Yeah. Not at like the random crewman you see scuttling in the background. Exactly. Yeah. Question. What was Brendan Fraser doing in this movie? <laughs> he was in it for all of like what five minutes maximum, and that was it. I think it was just 
Brendan Fraser. That's it. It was just there for that reason. Okay, I suppose there have been worse cameos in movies. Yeah. It was weird, I mean, because he was like, he, served, he literally serves no purpose. No, he's the Aquaman of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he really is. Um, Sorry, that's a throwback to my, um, oh, sorry, my voice went. That's a throwback to my, well, the Avengers, not Avengers? No. <laughs> Don't insult the Avengers. <laughs> Calm down. It's the, what is it, DC? DC uh, Justice League. Yeah, Justice League movie. The Aquaman plays no real part in that movie no, whatsoever. Doesn't. That's um, just my throwback to it. Yeah. But what do you think of the suits they wore in Paris? The mechanized suits? So I thought it were really cool. I like the um I don't I don't know how to put it. It kind of reminded me of um kind of like an Iron Man I was thinking that as well. fly yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's a tactical it's more like a war machine without flying cuz it's bulkier. Yeah. Exactly exactly that. Yeah. Um but I thought it was really cool. I liked it. Um I like the cuz Marlon Wayans is is you got Channing Tatum which is the straight guy. Yeah. And Marlon Wayans is the the uh, comic relief. Yeah. Um Always, you always get that in kind of these sort of. Well, it's like any buddy cop movie, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, has to be one that. Like, there has to be one that hits, gets the comic stuff. Um, but this is done. It's done in a way where it's um, it's not over the top. No, do you know what I mean? It's subtle comedy with him. It's not like his previous work in say the scary movie series. Or exactly. Anything. Yeah. In this, he's still he's trying to be professional, but his natural. Yeah. Joker. But then, but then you see a different side of him towards the end where he's willing to sacrifice himself and be a hero. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I do like the suits, uh, the way they're done, especially when, uh, that, for example, we talking about the comic stuff. He, <laughs> when a ripcord gets hit by the car. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that won't happen again. Hits get, cause he falls hit. out the van, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he gets <laughs> hit by the car. It's right. That won't happen. Thwong, and he, as he runs <laughs> off, he says, thanks buddy. Yeah. Um, buddy. Hey, buddy. Don't call me buddy, guy. <laughs> Don't, you... Don't call me guy, friend. Don't call me friend, buddy. <laughs> um, the only gripe I have with the suits is when they're showing them near the beginning. Yeah. It says cybernetic infinite in- interface. No. Cybernetics are flesh interwoven with mechanical parts. Like, like um, the Borg. They're yeah. cybernetic. The helmets are technological. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't jack into the person's brain. They display a function. They display it on the screen. Yeah, I tell you what, I did like though how. Okay, my point ignored. But no, no, but yeah, no, I know. Sorry, right, go on. But, um, <laughs> when you were talking about it in, in the head kind of thing, it's it's weird because, like you said, it's not connected to the brain. Yeah, it's, there's no there's no direct connection, no penetration of the body. Yeah, but it kind of it feeds off their emotion in a way. Like thinking of when Duke was running, he got get angry, so he ran quicker. Yeah. That could be the suit read, reading his body, reacting to it, but there's no direct connection. There's no, it's not cybernetic. It's, it's intuitive technology. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can understand what you mean. It's like it, it detected his increased adrenaline levels, so mm-hmm. it made itself run faster. Yeah. Um, but I did like that. I did like the look of it. Uh, it was, it was weird because you you think something like that did have more. Um, it it looks slick, but you'd think it'd look more militant. Yeah, this seemed like something. Not someone had made, but it seemed like there was no direct military design to it. Yeah. That's, that's some, they've got like a civilian contractor, a genius. And I want you to make a suit that does this. And he made it. How we would like it. Yeah. yeah. Not like a military, it'd be more streamlined, wouldn't it? Yeah. And, and this was bulky. More weapons. And, exactly. The only, that's the only thing I didn't like about the suit, actually, was the, the weapon side of it. Because they wore it as like a big, like you put a hand through it. It's like a, a bracelet. Big, yeah. And I just thought like. It'd be better if it was already equipped into the suit. But then it's too much like Iron Man. Yeah. Like, do you see what I mean? Like, 
I, I don't know. Maybe like it was just on the side, or or he, he, they went forward and something come out the arm, or like twisted his arm and it popped out the sleeve or something. Yeah, and then it could flick it back, and then it's already like you said in the suit. It's but... integrated into. Yeah, I can understand that. Look, would look cool. But I just didn't like the fact that you have to put your arm in the, the machine. Well, it's modular, isn't it? I suppose it's like yeah. you can take it off and put a different one on. Yeah. But yeah, well, we don't know the te- the technological level of the Joes, so maybe that was just beyond them. Yeah. Um, but it was, that was it. That was my only gripe. About but on the, the suit. on the whole, the suits were pretty cool. Yeah, and they'd done what they needed to do. <laughs> the fact the riptide ripcord didn't bother even reading the manual. Yeah, there's a manual. <laughs> yeah, Channing Tatum jumps over the train. And the record goes through the train, through the window. What happened to you? I I jumped through the train. What happened to you? I jumped over the train. You couldn't do that? I told you to read the manual. There's a manual? (laughs) Because when when they're trying them on, the suits, he was looking at pictures of the the, the lady. (laughs) There's no reason for when he's going, sorry, I spaced out on whatever you were talking about. Can you say it again? Yeah. I tell you what, I really did like, though, when when on that part where they're looking at the, um, when they're first trying on the costume and that. It was like a weird training montage. It's not like the tra- you get the traditional montage. There's a music yeah. and, and all this stuff. And in this one, it was you just see like they they were trying to beat their targets. So it was like that was their their challenge to become yeah. Joes. Yeah, they had to prove they were worthy of becoming Joes. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have seen because we find out that GI Joe, the group, had te- one at one point tried to recruit Duke. Yes, Duke. Sorry, I'd like to. I would like to have seen a scene. Of him like drunk in a bar or something, telling him to f- off. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It would have been. There was a few things that I would have liked to have seen. Um, like the one that you said when they tried to recruit him four years ago. Yeah. That was that, and I know we're gonna obviously, as you know, people are listening. Uh, we we jump around on the pod. We have done that, yeah. Um, a few times. Yeah. Uh, so, but so so the only reason I said that is because I want to talk about the end quickly. Yeah, go for it. I don't like how he's got you. Uh, basically, right at the very end. Um, Rex is Cobra the, Commander. Yeah, the Cobra Commander. So Re- basically, Rex was Anna's brother. Yeah. Um, he goes into. Uh, they're in a, a battle, basically, and I think he's like trying to re- get the answers to it, what's happened or something. He takes. He's there to collect intelligence information That's about it, yeah. possible weapons. And um, an airstrike comes in too early, and hmm. Rex sees something on the screen and doesn't get out in time. Yeah, and basically the guy that's in there, the other mad Doctor Mindbender. There you go. Um, he um, basically says, if we survive, I'll show you everything. And Clearly you did. So do you reckon Mindbender done something to Rex? Yeah, because well, it does seem like, could you imagine after all this, you find, as I said to you, didn't I? You find out that Rex has been controlled this entire time, that Mindbender is like off in some castle somewhere, yeah. controlling everything. But it's quite likely, because Rex had to be, have some major surgery. I mean, you saw the back of his head. He's got a plate embedded in the back of yeah. his head. I mean, he's got permanent breathing issues. That's why he's got the mask on his face. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it would it wouldn't surprise me if he did use some uh, level of nanite control on him, because yeah. he was before the accident. He was working for the military. He was happy to do it. He was a good soldier, mm-hmm. and suddenly, after finding this, instead of coming in and explaining what's happened, he immediately went off and joined a terrorist organization. Yeah, that seemed like a mi- really major switch. Yeah, but that could be also linked to the trauma he received by being blown up. I think it was a, a bit of both. That... It does seem. Yeah, like the trauma was there, but it got compounded by whatever Doctor Mindbender did to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the reason we're talking about Rex quickly is yeah. because um, right at the end, Rex as now the commander. Yep, and McCullen as Destro. Yeah, you, they get captured. That's it. Like They, they got me and, the, me and my or my army. The next thing, they're being put in a prison It seems cell. like there was a big scene missing from those two. Yeah, and I was like, 
I mean, the film's like an hour and 53 minutes long. Normally, I, I don't complain about the length of a film, but I'm like, if he's going to get lost in, in the film, if he's going to get over... Like, I'd rather it be a bit longer than have, and have that scene. Yeah, like, don't cut out the scene that's important. You know, it was just a little bit like... Well, I, cause I actually said to you, I went, well, that was anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, it was this massive build-up. You had all these machines there. You think, oh, this is going to be this is going to be the end. It's going to be a massive fight, and it's like, we surrender. That was it. There wasn't even a re- we surrender. No, we, no. Re- we surrender. Yeah, there wasn't even that. No, it was just me and me, you, know, you and what army. Attack, the sub comes up from behind, which is really... If they took time to actually get that in place in that character, that would yeah. have been a real waste of time. Yeah. And it was like, that was it. Because that ship has sensors. How could it not detect a, a, sh- a, a sub just below it? I have no idea. Um, you can't say it was damaged because all it was damaged on it was the rotor at the back. Yeah. And one of the fins, apparently, from what the guy said. But yeah, how they just like locking them away like that was like really anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a proper cell, was it? It was like a force field area. Just lock them up and. That was it. So that, no, no, yeah. There's no toilet. There's no way to get food to them. Exactly. I, I don't know. I just feel like there was a bit, a bit unanswered um, towards the end. Um, right, should we go on to my favourite thing? Okay, here we go. CGI time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, no, I'll tell you what. Ladles and jelly spoons. Yes. It was... So it was 2009 this film came out. Yeah. There was points where this film for CGI was absolutely brilliant. Like, And others where you weren't too happy with it. It was just... Was it when Snake Eyes came down? It looked very computer done. Yeah. Like, for, right, look. If you're doing something which is like, you've got to do a big... Something a big explosion in the background. Yeah. CGI that. It, if it if it looks blurry, it's in the background, so it it's not a an it's issue. Not a major right? issue, no. But hey, Rob, you... pick up on it in your movies. <laughs> but for example, if you have CGI a guy coming down in an aeroplane, right on a and it was on the cable anyway. Yeah. Right. Really why, do it. Why didn't you just yeah? Why didn't you just use the guy? So like some badly rendered computer character. There was no need for that. No, I guess no, no. There really wasn't. Like you could have just used a stunt double in that costume, drop down, done. I mean, even if like used, you had to do it from him like in a studio. Yeah. Green screen it, him coming down on a proper wire, and everything else like the tree or the helicopter above, green screen that. Yeah. Because the focus will be on the guy coming down, not on not the helicopter. The, yeah, exactly. I was just like, well, that wasn't needed. There was that, and when the the only other thing was the um. What are they called? Is it the, the sand sharks or something? That's what I'm calling them. Yeah, the, the yeah. tunnelers. Yeah, those things. They look great. So they, when they went under the ground and all that stuff, it looked really, really good. Then it hit the wall and it was just, it still looked computery to me. Okay. But that was it. Like everything else in that thing, I mean, from the suits to the explosions to... I thought the collapse of the Eiffel Tower was brilliantly done. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, you're looking and you think, hang on. You've just seen the green mist of nanites yeah. hit it. The tower falls down and it looks legit like it fell down. The next scene, you've got like a, a rusty looking like head thing <laughs> like hit some sand. And it just looked really tacky. And I was like, how, how can you have that in uh, the same film that just made the Eiffel Tower collapse and look brilliant? Yeah, I understand that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that was it. But I, I was like, they were the only dead spots for the CGI. Other than that, this film was really good for that. I do like the fact that they had... I'm, going, I'm taking us back to the training montage. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that like after getting beaten multiple times by Snake Eyes, he throws his stick away, 
knocks him over and p- goes to punch him. And that's how he wins. Do you know what I think it was as well? Yeah, instead of actually fighting like the way you're supposed to, he think, thought outside the box of it. I think it's just that, yeah. But it's like with militant training, for example, it, it's like if you fight fire with fire, you're not going to get somewhere. Clearly, Duke isn't... Snake Eyes is equal. Yeah. No, he never but, will be. Snake Eyes was training since a child. Exactly. Like with Duke, he's, he's very... He, he even says he wants to be on the ground in the fight. Yeah. Right? So if he can't win his way, he will win... If anyway. he can't win the normal way, he will win his way. He'll cheat. Yeah. There, well, there are no rules in that kind of war. You win or you die. Yeah, he just looked like for a, he looked for a new, literally. Look for a uh, new angle. Yeah. And instead of using a weapon, he, we went again and he dropped the weapon and then went for him. And yeah. I don't think Snake Eyes was ready for. No, because he was expecting the same sort of fire, the training. Because yeah. that's what he, Snake Eyes was doing. He was helping to train Duke and to, you know, test him. Yeah. But then Snake uh, Duke decided, sod that. I'll take my own way, my way and yeah. I won. Um, which was really cool. What did you think about the the weapons in the from the Joes then? Because it was like when they'd shoot, it didn't give like a... So they had two types. They had normal weapons, like yeah. guns that shot bullets and that. And then you had other weapons that kind of shot like a... What's the word? You think about like the crossbow a vi- Like a vibration beam. Oh, that's the baddies. They had like a concussion wave blaster. Yeah. So what did you think? Which one? The concussion... Well, I, I'm calling it a concussion wave blaster. It's more like a physical weapon. You're getting hit by these waves of concussive force. Yeah. The bullet, that, that can do a lot of damage to you. That's like internal damage and everything. Mm-hmm. The bullet can kill you straight off. Yeah. So I think they both have their merits, but I would prefer to own one of the concussion guns. I feel like with a concussion one, like I know what you're saying. Like, for example, with the bullet, you have to shoot. And then, for example, if you get them in a the leg, they can still move. Yeah. With a concussion thing, it just sends everything back. It's, it's a massive wave. Like a, basically like a huge punch. Yeah. You get punched and you get thrown backwards. Yeah. Um. So I did like that. I thought that was really cool. And I like the fact that at the, towards the end, when they're trying to get out of the, water, the area because they're all being bombarded with water, yeah. Duke uses that to, to protect him and Anna at that point. Yeah, and, and clears the way. Because yeah. the thing is, those Vipers, but that's what the Batman Baddie soldiers are called, the Neo Vipers. I don't think there's any way you could have saved them because they were programmed to be completely loyal through the Nanites and without fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we see a tidal wave of water running towards us. Not only have we, well, we're going to get wet one way or another, so I peed, I peed myself and I've run off. Yeah. They would just stand there. Yeah, because they haven't been given any extra orders. No. And they've just, there's no fear. When we first were introduced them, they first introduced them, I had one Neo Viper put his hand in, well, his arm into a cage con- containing a King Cobra. Yeah. It bit him. He, st- he fell backwards, you know, stumbled back, and the nanites inside pushed the venom out. Yeah, it's clever, isn't it? It's, I think that's a brilliant idea. That's. That's what they, that's what people want to happen with nanite technology. Yeah, because like I um, said at the beginning, they were originally designed to hunt down and eat cancer cells. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the advent of nanite technology doing that, but that would require so many safeguards. Yeah, it would. It's just impressive how they can. The idea for that. Oh yeah. You know, like well, the idea for nanites has been around for ages, but, but they had to use them as weapons in this movie. It, is exactly, a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's really clever. Um, I like and I like the fact that. Because I was watching it and I was like, when they first tell you about it, it um, he says they release the nanites, it eats what it's got to eat. And there goes right? the kill switch. And, they go, and then I was thinking, all right, so they do that. Now what? If it hits the floor, you'll eat the floor and you'll just eat all the way down. But it was like, no, we have a way to cut we, them off. Because there's a scenario called the Grey Goose scenario. Like yeah. nanites eating and will just never stop. They'd make more of themselves. That's exactly what I was thinking. Could, yeah. Would that happen? And then he said we had a cut-off point. Yeah, because it, each and each warhead comes with its own individual kill switch. So once your target's been destroyed, 
hit the button, kills their knights, or short circuits them, he says. Yeah. And that's that. So it's like a any a, a self EMP, isn't it? Yeah, like an EMP does well, yeah, I guess EMP yeah. would be close because they are machines. But yeah, it's it's just a way just to shut them down to knock them out. Yeah, it's weird when you think about it though, because it's liquid form, but it's a liquid machine. Yeah, um yeah, it's liquid because the thing is even liquid, if you look down like a microscope into some molecular level, it's made up of different things. Yeah. Same with the nanite liquid. It's all made up of nanites themselves. It's like a green, goldish, glittery liquid. Yeah. And then when they start it, you can see the, the nanites inside the... Yeah. So you, can, you see it all moving around. You can't yeah. see them individually, but you can see, see them like swirling. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did like that. Did you feel like the characters had enough development in this film? For example, let's take out Duke because you kind of see his story anyway. Duke yeah. and Anna kind of get their development. Okay. Um, would there have been something else that you would have liked to have seen? For example, Ripcord. Would you have liked to see more of him? Or do you think you've seen enough of him in this film? As a secondary char character, I think he's got all the development he really needs. Yeah. But it's the his so-called love interest with the... What's her name? That lady? Uh, oh, what is her name? I don't remember. Well, she's one of the, she's the genius on the team. Yeah, and she goes from being um, I don't believe in emotion or emotional stuff because it can't be quantified to suddenly she's in love. Oh, with I love you. It's like, yeah. No, it's just what my dad. What is it? Saying her dad or something? Her uncle trained her to be the best at everything. Mm -hmm. That that's you can't do that to a child. It's not possible. No one can be good at everything. I I tell you what. Yeah, exactly. But going back on what you just said about the emotion, she says. She's not one, she doesn't believe in emotion and all this stuff. And then right at the end, he says, um, when they get recruited, and he says, are you asking us? I feel very emotional. Yeah. So all of a sudden, now she has emotion. And I was like, I love how they brought that back to... Yeah, I just think they could, have, human. they could have given her a little more development to show how she became like that, rather than just like, she has a, starting off as a tiny attraction towards Riptide, a uh, Ripcord. I keep calling him Riptide. <laughs> Ripcord. And then when she thinks he's been killed... In the Night Raven. Yeah. I was expecting her to scream or something or shout uh, at the Rip console. Rap cold. No, yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't. She keeps very keeps quite saying. low. Yeah. And it's only when he says, I thought I told you not to shout at me. And everyone's like yelling. You see her look, look really happy. Yeah, I did like that. That was a good scene. I think that's probably one of my, the best scenes in this. Um, I, personally, I would have been like yelling for... The moment we knew for sure that the Nanite canister had been dealt with. Mm -hmm. That's when I would have yelled, well done, hooray. I, th I think it's, you know, it's, that was one of them scenes, for example, you, you hold your breath, like, he, he ejects himself, but you don't know if the nanites were on him. No, true enough, yeah. You know, and you like that, and you go, <gasps> and you're holding your breath, waiting the, to... The picture we see is the, the Night Raven has been gone to pieces. Yeah. There's no sign of him. Exactly, yeah. Because the last thing you see of him is the mask coming over after his head uh, said... Kurumar, which is yeah. like eject or leave or something, it covers his face. It seems to move, and then like oh, you see all the nanites coming around. Exactly. You, yeah. you never see him actually leave. That's what I mean. Because I was like, <gasps> and and then when he started speaking, you kind of exhaled for him. It was like oh, like a sigh of relief. Is there anyone in this movie that besides Brendan Fraser that wouldn't have been needed, or it would have made a good death in this movie? I'm trying to think. I feel like uh, so. I don't like Shadow. Shadow Storm? Is that his name? Storm Shadow? Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. So I don't like the fact that the the way they killed off Storm Shadow. I would have liked them to... Um, him to get away or something. 
or you see a bit later on where he's recovered or something just yeah like i don't like the fact that he died maybe so obviously they're having a big fight scene basically while everything else is going on snake eyes and storm shadow are, are having their battle yeah um and i like their backstory of the jealousy and he kills the master and then it says right at the end when the master died uh, Storm Shadow says, "When the master died, you took a vow of silence." Yeah. So it answers that question of why he happened, doesn't speak, uh, which is really clever. I love how right at the end, that's that's his only. The backstory is the same, but that's his point of why he doesn't speak. Yeah. yeah so I like that. And then um, the only other thing I was going to say was, I feel like just before he does the final blow to kill him, he holds off, and then it sets up for like something in the second one, maybe. You know, so I didn't like the idea of him dying because I was like, he's a good baddie. Yeah, he's a good character to have as a baddie because he's got a backstory. I think, do you know, when he's, we see Storm Shadow's backstory through his own eyes, he looks like he's tearing up a bit. Yeah, he does. Because I think him to him, the, the, his master was more like a father figure. And to have this street rat, this cowardly cur of filth, filth and yeah. thief, as he says. Yeah. yeah. Come in and basically take what he perceives as his his place, his, his father's affections. You, you can see it from his point of view. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked them to do the same take again, but this time through um, Snake Eyes. eyes. Yeah. So you could see... The two differences. Yeah. I, think it's, I suppose we do see it through um, Storm Shadow's eyes, but it's more from Snake Eyes' point of view again, because you see, yeah. like, you hear, you, you hear the scream, and Snake, uh, Snake Eyes runs towards his master, and... Only in the distance does he see Storm, Storm Shadow, Shadow running run off. off. But we never actually see Storm Shadow actually be the one to kill the master. Yeah, because you said, what if he didn't do it and he just ran? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the only unanswered question. I mean, you because you kind of see a white blur run when you've seen the master yeah. down on the floor. But the mo at the moment he gets there, that blur wouldn't have had enough time as a kid to get all the way down the side, would he? It, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So there is an unanswered question. So do you think he did do it? I mean, I think... I think, yes, you can, the yeah, way I, they're portraying it. I think he did do it, but it's a nice idea to assume, to like have the idea that he didn't do it, that all this yeah. has been like a major mistake this entire time. But I, I'll tell you what really struck a chord, right? So he had jealousy. Obviously, yeah, major jealousy. Right, and you can see that. Um, the the training, he's basically, he's training him to get better. Yeah. Like, in a way that he doesn't want to get, want him to do it, right? But I think that was more like a master's train with him. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, help him to get to you where you are. Yeah. Um, but the master was always like, he's the fighting because Storm Shadow was taking things way too far a lot of the time. He was being a lot more violent than he needed to be. Yeah. You see the master like, shake his head and walk off. Mm -hmm. That would have hurt a child who saw this man as his father. Yeah. But there, there was a point and I was like, hang on, there's, there's something there. So he has all that jealousy. Yeah. When they first meet for the first time again, right? He says, brother. Yeah. He doesn't say that when they're younger. So why did he call him brother? If he hated he him that him? much, he wouldn't say that. No. Do you see what I mean? Because that, that group, that particular, is Japanese or Chinese, one of the two. Yeah. Family links like that are very important. So they wouldn't, he wouldn't have used that. Well, no, he wouldn't have even used it as, a, as an insult. I know, exactly. So why did he say brother? There's got to be something happened there, mustn't there? Maybe they weren't always as antagonistic towards each other because Snake Eyes was there for a fair while. Before, like we, where we see the cutscenes, it's almost like he's there, he's joined up, and suddenly his master's dead. Yes, but there's a long period in between that. 
Yeah, so yeah. something else could have happened. Exactly, exactly. That's what I mean. So it was interesting when he goes brother, and I'm like, okay, because you find the backstory out after. So I was like, when I watched it, because I said that the first, I've only watched it. This is the second time. I was like, I'm sure they're not related. Like, do you know what I mean? I yeah, was like, I'm sure they're not related. There's no relation there. Because no. when, well, when he got pulled, when Snake Eyes was like invited in, mm-hmm. well, they can't just keep a child there. Probably would have had to have been adopted. Yeah, I reckon. So I think the old the old teacher adopted a lot of the younger kids. I reckon Storm Shadow was adopted first. And yeah. It was them two. Or he was the first. Then brought in and Snake Eyes, obviously came in after. And that's why uh, Storm Shadow felt such connection to the mentor. Because he was because his he father. After him. Yeah, yeah. So I feel it was like a father figure to both of them, but the jealousy, jealousy, jealousy drove Storm there. Shadow to actually yeah. kill him. That's kind of dark. It is, isn't it? Um, yeah, so what do you think about his death? Do you think it was he should have halted for the second one? Oh, was it about Storm Shadow? Yeah. I think Snake Eyes did want to kill him, but there was like a part of him that wanted to see just to hold back. Because you yeah. saw that in the way he was fighting him. Exactly. Storm Shadow was out to kill. Snake Eyes was more about defending himself and protecting Hey, finally. Um, all right, we'll go back to that in a second, Chris. Um, so, Chris, <laughs> go on, I'll let you explain. For the last bloody week or more, I've been trying to update a particular game on my Xbox. Yep. I've, you know, you can't always keep the Xbox on 24 hours a day, so I've had to turn it off occasionally. And it has taken multiple... I've had to uninstall the game, reinstall it like these twice, do all the other ones. And it's finally, as we've been sitting here, finished updating. Yep. So uh, Chris had like a a uh, yippy moment. <laughs> I thought you said yiffy. I was, no. Excuse me, that's not me. Okay? I'm no. not a yiff. That's wrong. Yeah, so you had a, a, a bit yippee. of you had a yippy moment. Yippee. Um, but yeah, so go on. So Snake Eyes and uh, Storm Shadow. They, I see what you mean. Like as I said, there should have been a reluctancy for him to want to kill him, yeah. and maybe Storm Shadow says, "Do it. Like take avenge. Yeah, Master's death. Yeah, okay. Something. Like not. Uh, it wouldn't even be avenge. It'd be like go on, do it. Become me." Yeah, they sh- that should and then if you strike killed me him, down, I'll become more powerful because you've all, I've already won because you've killed me. Yeah, it's Taught just to hold to it. it. Yeah, so I felt like that should have been there because Snake Eyes seems that type to do that. You've seen the second one, but I don't remember. So oh. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember enough of it. Oh dear. Well, I'll see if I can find the DVD at some yeah, point. Yeah, the I second think it's on already. Netflix. To be honest, what would you have changed? Obviously, I said about the Snake Eyes thing that that's just a minor thing, like. That's just like aesthetic rather than Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the perfect way to kind of kill his sort of character. I would have thought, right, my, what I would like, would like to have seen in the movie yeah. is Anna's death. Maybe a self-sacrificing death. Okay. Like she's... For what? For Duke? Yeah, she, she dies for Duke. Yeah. I just, I don't know how they would do it. Because I know he's like, but it would break him a little. So that she died just after getting, he'd, she'd, he'd lost her. Yeah. Just after getting her back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would have, it would have made him a bit darker, a bit more less comic reliefy. I know he really wasn't in this movie, but he could easily have gone yeah. that way. I see what you mean. Um, yeah, that would have been interesting. Definitely interesting. I'll, t- I'll tell you what does make me laugh. So G.I. Joe yeah. is... So Joe, the Joes are the soldiers, right? Yeah. I always thought G.I. Joe was a specific person, as in for us, we had Action Man. Yeah, um, which I don't. Do you even have a name, Action Man? I don't think Action it's Man just, had a name. It's just, just Action, Action Man. Man. But I always thought GI Joe was a guy called GI Joe. 
Yeah, I can like, understand that. Do you see what I mean? Or his name was Joe and... Yeah, it's like did... there's uh, in one particular TV show, there's a guy who thinks that uh, Gunpoint was a town. Because you hear yeah, about... That's his friends. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. This man was held up at Gunpoint. It's like, why, did why would you go, go there? with that? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I, for ages, I was like... When I was younger, I was like, G.I. Joe. And then when I watched the film, I was like, ah, so G.I. Joe's the... Organisation. Organisation. Yeah. Like um, Mission Impossible. Like Impossible Missions, the, the place. Um yeah, so for ages, I always thought that. Um, um, did you ever watch the cartoon series of G.I. Joe? No, so I know I see... I think I like... Remember when I asked you earlier, and you was like, you might have seen one or two or something. I feel like I may have seen at least one. Um, but nothing made, like, nothing big on it. Um, than what I remember. I remember some... Honestly, all I remember from it is some flashes of colour. Yeah. That's because it's not, there's not, it wasn't really like, it was a TV show they had and you'd watch, but there was, it didn't really stick in my mind. It was, it was a more of American, wasn't it? Yeah. Jojo was more of an American thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I know, I'll, I'll tell you what though, for, I would like to see if they were to redo it. I'd like to see how they do it now, but not with, you know, the new animation when everything's like computer, yeah. like I'd love to see how they do like an old school style, like transformer style now yeah i can understand like, that like that as gi joe i think that'd be interesting to do to rebrand the to resurrect the series yeah. in animation form but decent animation not like it's... cgi everything yeah so uh, i'd love to see that that'd be really cool you ever heard of a kid's show called mainframe i know the name because you would hate it everything is cgi there's not a single real thing and it. it's all computer done but then if it's all computer done i don't think i'd have an issue because oh yours is more the interaction between the real and the computer isn't it yes so if they do it, if they do it badly, that's when you have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, so it's just I used to watch that show all the time because the baddie was hexadecimal. She, her face was just like the the masks of comedy and tragedy. Yeah. It switched between the two on oh, the same okay. face. It was really quite a good character. I'll have a look. I'll see if I can find it online or something on YouTube or something. I'm sure yeah. it's around. Um, yeah. All right. So what did you think of Channing Tatum as the uh, the lead guy? Do you think? Do you think he'd done the right job? I, th I I can't really see anyone else doing it in this. Now that you've now I've seen him in this, it's yeah. like you, you say I love Star Trek Voyager. I can't see anyone other than the the, the captain being the captain. Yeah. But oh, who else? I think he did it right. Yep. He didn't. He didn't. There was no major acting mistakes or anything. No, 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 not at all. And this was like when his star was rising, it was beginning to rise. Yeah, because it was like, with, if I remember rightly, around about that time he had done. I can't remember what he'd done earlier, but he had done Step Up. He was in Step Up too, so he was he was the pretty boy dancer. Yeah, he had that. But he's moved into more the action role. Yeah, so I feel like I don't know. This may have been one of the first ones to next action film kind of thing. Okay, I may be wrong. If I am, tweet us um, frm underscore media. Yep, uh, and let us know. But um, yeah, I do enjoy him in this role. I felt like this role was kind of it was for him. Yeah. It, Do you know what I mean? I was about to say, it seemed like it was built for him. Yeah. But it seemed to work really well for him. It's like, I said, I can't think of anything else, like anyone else to play it. But the only thing that bugged me was the Marlon Wayans character. Yeah. He reminds me of the Falcon from the Avengers. I couldn't see where that's coming from. Like, yeah. The mannerisms and the way he acts. And maybe that's where Falcon drew some of his idea from. Maybe, you know, um, it's just, it's, He's the comic, I know he's the comic relief guy. Yeah. But it's just like I said, the mannerism, the way he acts, the way he says things and the way he 
when he's needed, he then steps up and becomes the guy that needs to do something. Yeah, comes the hero. It's just, there's a lot of comparison there. Um, yeah, so it was really interesting. And I was like, oh, and then like the main woman kind of reminded me of um, like Black Widow with the way she was. Yeah. Do you know what I when mean? When they were fighting on the little lift going up, the way exactly. she was spinning and moving. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it really reminds, some bits reminded me of the Avengers of the way they were and stuff like that. So it's really cool to see them kind of portray or the Avengers kind of portrayed them because obviously this was before. Yeah. You know, so when you're going back and then you see other films, you're like, I can see the comparison. Yeah. I keep saying yeah to everything. But, <laughs> I agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool to see. Um, yeah. What did you think of? So obviously we said about Anna having the um, the nan nanite thing in her. But it wasn't just a head. When they showed it on the screen, it was all through her body as well. Yeah. Um, what did you think of overall of the idea of that nano thing? Well, taking control of someone with nanites is quite a common theme in science fiction as well. Yep. I liked it. I liked the idea of it. Like him, I suppose in Rex's mind, you know, the the, 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 the baddie. Yes. Rex, her husband, uh, her brother. Husband. <laughs> well, yeah, her we brother. Where, we didn't know where in America they're from. They're... He, in his own warped mind, he was helping her. He gave her a way to fight against the pain. Yeah. He took the pain away. But then I see where Duke come from, because if he had said... If he just come in and said, I'm alive, it would have all been dealt with. Yeah. I don't think Duke would... If Rex had come in, because Rex was badly injured, we don't know how long he was in like in an injured state. Because you saw his face, he's all messed up. Yeah. Well, seriously, was that actor who played him played Rex later on? The same guy who played him earlier on? Yeah. It didn't seem like him. It was JGL, yeah. Uh, it was the makeup was so good. I tell you, what, that was something that I was saying to you. Um, so when when you just see him as he just had the mask on kind yeah. of thing, and you had like a, like a monocle on his eye, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it was a monocle, but it looked like one. Let's just say, yeah, mo- monocle. <laughs> Let's just go with a teeny monocle. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he had one of those, and then when he cut and the back of the head and all that done, I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. And then when Chris Reckleson's character, um, McCullen. McCullen, when they done his fake, uh, his uh, makeup for when he got burnt, I was like, "Wow!" Like, and that John reminded me of the Red Skull. Okay, like from the you know when he when yeah, he pulls his he pulls his face yeah, off and becomes but it the was Red like Skull. the way he done that, and then when he injected him, and then he made him metal. Did you see how much head the big the head, how much bigger the head looked afterwards? Though you could see quite clearly, he was like wearing a. Yeah. They tried to make it as close to his face as possible, but it was a helmet. It was like a, a face mask. Yeah, yeah. You could tell it was a lot bigger than it should be. It was, yeah. It, but it remember, was a good good way it looked. Uh, yeah, and do you know what? Even that reminded me of, um, I don't know if you would have seen it. Have you seen James Bond? Yeah. The Die Another Day. Is that one of the guys transferred his mind into someone else, another's body? No, this is, no so James, Die Another Day is the one, it's got Halle Berry in it. and The one on the ice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, that one, yeah. Because yeah. the, the guy's, he has to have, uh, he has to be in a lazy because he can't, can't sleep anymore. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Right, and it, it kind of had that vibe to it where he was trying to rebuild himself. Yeah. Um, it was weird. It kind of reminded me of old, like, loads of different films kind of combined, like that. And then it was, um, it kind of looked like a bit like Crichton from Red Dwarf uh, with the robot face looking. I do know the way the mouth moved when he said, um, what have you done to me? I can't, I'm not going to yeah. do accent. I don't know. What, what have, have you, you done to me? <laughs> what have you done to me? That was, that was well, like. That was more Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> Oh, my swamp! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but the way his mouth, he, the lips, even though it was metal, it was still 
movable, he malleable. Had some proper white teeth as well, didn't he? Yeah, that was like. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. You would have thought they would have gone silver as well. I suppose. Oh, that would have made things taste terrible. Like, yeah. Anyone who's, anyone who's eat, you've ever eaten and you your butt on the fork, it's really like, oh, terrible. Yeah. That'd be like every single time. He didn't have ears. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, no, the thing in the old Fantastic Four movies, yeah, I think he had a small hole. Yeah. So maybe this guy had one as well. I don't know, I just thought about that. He had like a side plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two mm. side plates. Well, the nanites. Well, I had... Nanites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magic word there, just nanites. But yeah, it was really cool. And I like the transformation where he injected it. You can and then, yeah. You've got McCullen holding his face, like trying to feel. And it's because I don't think that metal would have any sense on it. You know, you'd be able to, wouldn't be able to feel it. You'd be able to. Yeah. You'd just like, you'd hear. Tink. Yeah. yeah. I thought, do you know what? So the only. I, I love how they done that, right? But I thought when his face was that bad. And he was like, I'm going to, I can't remember what he says, but he says, I'm going to fix you or something, right? You're coming with me. And it's like, I made specially for you. Yeah. I thought what he was going to do was use the thing that was put on his great, great grandfather or whatever it was. Oh, the mask. The McCullen mask. he would have put McCullen like in a new look mask kind of thing. Okay. Um, That's an interesting idea. I mean, in theory he does. Yeah. It gives him a Danite mask instead. But um, I thought like he would have done something like that or put the mask on. To not take ownership, but in to take ownership kind of thing. Yeah. Even though he's controlling from the background most of the time, by giving him a new mask, it would have made himself not not the right hand, but almost like just below being an equal yeah. to McCullen. So I thought that's what he would have done, as in like that. But he does sort of get a McCullen mask. Yeah, McCullen gets his metal face in the end. Yeah. And then Rex becomes Cobra Commander. I think Rex had a full blown breakdown at some point. But maybe when he saw his face after the accident. Well, like, he must have been in a coma or something for it. Yeah. He wakes up. I think that's when his mind snapped. Because how did, cause he knew that McCullen was working about it. Because as we learned from the information, but Mindbender must have told him. I think, I, I know what you mean. I think he could have been a couple of things. Obviously, he was close with his sister, right? Yeah. So it could have been the fact that he couldn't tell his sister that he was alive because of how bad he was. That could send him insane because they seemed really close. Well, they, they, they were the only family each other had left. Yeah. So I think maybe that was could have been could like have been a combination a, 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 of lots exactly. of things exactly i think an escalation yeah so it, it was progressively going um but one, I, sorry one of the things he brings up is that science requires sacrifice so i think in his mind that's the way he's justified it he's done this to anna because he's trying to help her he's sacrificing everything he's sacrificed his relationship with his sister for science yeah because he wants to build all this great stuff but do you know Mindbender said that to him when he first yeah. seen the stuff so it was like that's the link- creator on the created then says what the creator so he's referring referring yeah. back um i like that but uh, with the mccullen thing i was like it's not is it poetic justice is that the right word karma no i, I can't think of what it is it's like when something happens and then a long time down the line it then happens to the descendant uh, descendant i can't think what the word is but it's like i know there is a word for it I've... It's just right on the edge of my mind. I can't, I can't seem to grasp it. I think what it is, but for some reason I keep thinking poetic justice. It's not. No. Poetic justice would be someone who tries to steal a car gets hit by a car. Yeah. Which I've seen on YouTube. That's hilarious. But I can't think what it is, but I love the... It starts with a, an iron skull. Ends with um, like a metal an iron skull. Iron yeah. skull. Yeah. So, and it just shows that family line. And I, it doesn't say anything else about him having any more family. 
So he says, my line, God willing, will continue on. My sons, their sons, and God willing, their, their sons. So when he gets to the, their sons, he's the last one. Do you think, do you think he hasn't got any kids or anything? Think I he's... don't think so. Because he was flirting with Anna a lot, yeah. wasn't he? I could see him like, oh, I've got a terrible thought. With like a baby skull head. No, I'm assuming. Oh, I... No, no. <laughs> Half skull, no, gross. That's one hell of a birth. Look like Silver Surfer. Coin slot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking more of like, he's the sort of guy who would use nanite control to take advantage of a lady. I don't think he's got that in him. I think he, no, has, but... I think he has the power. I think it's the power that he that he needs. Yeah, but he knew Anna was controlled by the Nanites and he was flirting with her the entire time. He knows that he could ask, well, I don't know if Rex would do it, but he could ask Rex to uh, make her more compliant. Yeah. And she would, he would, ha- we didn't have to, but he, she, if he did. She would be mind controlled by yeah. it, yeah. She'd just be laying there and I can see him doing that. But, he's a, but most of the time he's a rich and powerful guy, even that without the criminal stuff. Yeah. So he's probably got lots of women throwing, him, throwing, them, throwing themselves at him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the only other thing I was going to mention was um, with the president. Yeah. When basically the guy says he um, he's not going to be mind controlled, so he breaks that. I'm assuming that injection. Yeah, I think that's part of the like the mind control programming for the nanites. Yeah. So he stops that. Um, who is that guy? What the actor or? No, no. So what what role does he play in the film? What is what part of he is? He as... is in in the Cobra organization. He is um, an impersonator. He can go in and take, like, he studies, he's an actor, he takes, he, he sees the person, he studies them and takes over their position. So he, does he always get injected with that stuff then? To... No, I think this is the first time. I think most of the time it's more like disguises and bits. Right, okay. Because um, the first, yeah. So he goes, oh, that's a bit nasty. You think so? Because if he'd done it before, he would already know all this. Yeah, true. But I did like the fact, that, and the way they sim- showed a small symbol was he kept whistling a song. <laughs> I can't sw- whistle, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Which is the bear went over the mountain? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it as that song, yeah. But they had that whistle, and then you see the spot with the president, and he goes, oh, like you or something like that. And he says, oh, this is what this is all about. Yeah, that's Cause right. Because this guy, we don't see him, he emerges out of a hidden chamber in the uh, yeah. vault. And that's it, and that's all you see of it. And then right at the end, you see the president... Sitting on the desk, with his feet, on up. His feet up. Whistling that song. Yeah. So I did like how they continued that just with the whistle. Well, I like the idea that uh, McCullen's major plan was not to have himself as the leader of the world, but to continue acting as the arms dealer. Yeah. He would be, he'd rule, but from behind the curtain. Yeah. Which was, yeah, yeah. Because after this, his puppets taking control of America, after, if the nanite bombs had fallen, they would have turned to the most powerful person on the planet, which at that point would have been American president. Exactly. Who they've now replaced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've covered everything, haven't we? Yeah. All right, so before we go into the ratings, um, there's a couple ways you can support us. We are now sponsored by Rogue Energy. They are an energy drinks company for gamers and streamers. So if you're playing a video game, you're starting to get drowsy, you need something to pick you up, literally get a bit of powder, scoop it in, add some water, shake it up. And within about 30 minutes, you'll be wide awake again. You can't go wrong. It sounds damn useful to me. It is. And it's so good. Um, when we've used it, we go to the gym. Um, you know, so, I mean, when we use it in the gym, yeah. it's not the greatest thing. I don't like pre-workout, but using Rogue Energy, I tend to do more. Yeah. Um, I've noticed a different change in you. 
um, like when you're when you're the difference of being not being on it to being on it like yeah there's definitely it, it keeps it keeps me pumped it lets me run a bit longer work a bit harder exactly so you get more of an energy boost yeah than just drinking like a monster or whatever anything like that um which i've completely off of i'm off energy drinks i'm drinking rogue energy so if you do want to get it then click in the link description below and then if you want 10 percent off the product when you buy it just type in ayu 10 in the promo code yep and then it gives you 10 percent off brilliant so try it if you don't know what flavors you want to try there's a starter pack there is so you get like i think it's six or seven different flavors maybe that sounds about right yeah yeah and then try whatever flavor you like and you get a free shaker with it and then whatever flavor you like just go back on rogue energy and order that one order that one ayu 10 get another 10 percent off excellent you can't go wrong no not possible so anywhere you listen to us any platform now that you listen to us on um if there is a way to give feedback then um please give us a thumbs up or a five star or whatever it is like that um drop us a comment if you want to drop us a comment um share spread it and share it um so nine out of ten times you can click on the three dots whether you're on facebook or twitter or soundcloud or whatever um retweet it or reshare it or whatever like that if you want to give us a follow there's two uh, social media platforms that you can follow so there's twitter Chris hit him with a Twitter <laughs> every time. <laughs> so FRM underscore media. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And so that one would be more convincing. Yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. So Chris hit me with a Twitter. FRM underscore media. There you go. And for Instagram, you can follow us at FRM underscore media. AYU. There we go. Um, so give us a follow on them. Um, to see what we're up to we normally tweet um what we've got going on and and stuff like that uh we do have a youtube we're gonna have stuff coming out very very soon um we're gonna get ready to start recording this a few bits yeah we've got we've had to have some uncut pods on there for you to enjoy yeah so there is some uncut stuff on there um i think at the moment frm underscore media youtube channel has been um reactions to trailers so we've been speaking about trailers and yeah stuff. Um, that's true if there is anything that you would like us to watch and then review yeah we're always welcome we always welcome ideas from our fans yep so i said hit us on the twitter or instagram or anything like that tell us what you think um leave a comment i say we do have merch out yes we do have merch thank you that was uh i feel like we haven't done a pod in so long and it hasn't been that long <laughs> um yeah so uh merchandise so if you click on the description info of this podcast or any other podcast you'll see the word merch literally just click that and it'll direct you straight to our website um and then on there you're going to have um three different tops so you're going to have my and you're going to have chris's noise and then you're going to have the ayu frm media um merchandise yep if you have bought some i would please love i would love to see a picture of it yep i'm not asking you to send us a face pic don't worry <laughs> just like a picture of like your torso are you wearing the pit with wearing the, the yeah, merch just itself. wearing the merch yeah that'd yeah. be amazing to see yeah, it'd be cool. So we uh, know you're out there. Yes, we do. Um, so yeah, that, that, so if you want to grab any merch, uh, that's cool. If not, then the other way you can support us without using any of your money is just just spread the name for the podcast and tell your friends and family, get them all listening. Exactly, which is great, um, and especially on Spotify, which we're, we'd love to promote a little bit more. Literally, you can click the word follow, and then every time a new episode comes out, you'll get an instant update. Exactly the same as Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, Stitcher and Junior. Yep. And Podbean. Of course, don't forget yeah. Podbean. So, um, yeah. All right, so we'll go ratings. Okay, after you. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Why? So, 
there was a few issues with the CGI. The CGI, obviously, for me, that's always a big thing, is, especially when they've got a big budget and you've got names, big names in it. I just feel like they they could have done, done more. more with a couple of bits. I didn't like the fact that um, Storm Shadow died. That was that annoyed me because I was like, they they or they. He could have died and they could have had their moment. Like a, It could have been a bigger, like, I'm your father moment. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that sort of, um, something like that. And then Brendan Fraser just having no apparent part. It was just like, I was like, well. I think they wasted money on him. <laughs> yeah. Because really he had did. to be paid to be in the movie. Like, it, yeah. Just turns up for no reason. Like five minutes later, gone again. You never see him again. Yeah. It, it just annoyed me. If you'd seen him in the background fighting or something. That would have been something interesting for him. Yeah. Rather than it's like, okay, he came on for one day, did a scene. And buggered off. Yeah. Yeah, it was what's, just... What's the bet? And he went to the premiere as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You know, I just didn't get it. Um, yeah, I don't understand. So, yeah, 7.5. It's like, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. It would be something I'd watch again. Um, in Probably in time. I wouldn't be something... I wouldn't add it on my, like, top 10 action movies of all time, though. No. No. Uh, no. But yeah, I mean, for what it was, it, it was all right. It was up there. Okay. Good. I will go with 7.5 as well, mm-hmm. really, because as much as I enjoyed it, like you said, there's always going to be bits and pieces you're going to pick out. And I haven't found a movie that's going to be like 10. I think we came close with the... Uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. Did we give that, did we give that a 10? No, that was, I, got, I gave it a nine. I think, yeah, I think we gave it about, about the same one. Eight and a half, nine, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's everything. It. We've plugged everything and we've... Yeah, I don't think of anything else. Um, yeah, so you do realise that I said we've got to do a sequel now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, we are doing some sequels. So this year, before we might as well give you a quick uh, update. So me and Chris both agreed after we finished the Harry Potter series, which is almost done. Almost, finally. Um, what do you mean, finally? <laughs> I thought you was enjoying the magical trilogy. I'm enjoying it, but we've stretched it out. It feels like an overly stretched rubber band right now. Yeah, just went to, yeah, Boing. um. So yeah, we're almost at the end of that, um. And we've agreed we know what our next series is. Yes. Um, we're not going to say what it is. No. Um. No, 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 no but, sneak previews. No, but it's only it's only a short amount of films. This in this one, um. So I'm looking forward to that, and I know you are. Yes. Um. Other than that, though, what we said is before we do another series, we want to try and get through some more sequels. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, obviously, we'll be doing that one and three. Um, scary movie two and three. Um, I'm trying to think. There is another film that we watched that's got a sequel, but I can't remember what it was. Um, we'll, no, no. we'll have a look at the things. Yeah. And, well, there is a sequel coming out to um, Zombieland. Zombieland. Yes, I was about Double to say tap. that. Yes. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Are you? Uh, yeah, actually, I'd like to see how what they can do with it. Because I'm, I'm so I kind of listened back to the pod just to see like what we spoke about and stuff uh, for when we watched the trailer and did a review and stuff and react yeah. to it. And I was like, do you think there'd be a sequel? And we had that conversation and like, <laughs> now there is one. So it'll be interesting to kind of watch it and think, oh, wow. That was good. Well, it's only going to be an interesting movie to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So we'll end, we'll end it on that, really. Yeah. And that's it. Any famous words? Last words or anything like that? No, not this time. 